0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Brukham Abba, welcome everyone. B'Shem Hashem, Naseh V'Natzliach Okay, so today's shir is being sponsored on behalf of a program called Daily Giving, which um, as we're before Rosh Hashanah and we're trying to amass the chusim, it's actually a remarkable opportunity where basically one contributes one dollar a day, and it's distributed each day. You get an email where your dollar goes, and it goes to all the various tzedakas. It's distributed to um, a whole long list of tzedakas, bone oilam and Chai Lifeline. I believe Torah Anytime gets one day. Um, many of the well-known tzedakas, some perhaps uh, others are not familiar with. And uh, this way, every day a person is contributing to tzedakah, including Shabbos, and it makes sure that a person is attached to this mitzvah every single day. Um, I, I was asked to say that I joined myself just so that uh, it, if anybody needs an endorsement. And I actually get a big thrill every day. I get an email where the uh, tzedakah goes. Okay, so I want to take you now uh, to, the, to the site, RabbiDG.com. I want to share with you... Um, as we've mentioned, if you uh, on the site, you could subscribe and get the weekly Devar Toira, both in English and in Lashon Hakodesh, and all the other um, um, information that is offered over here. You could, uh, while on the site, you could listen to every week their Shurim on the Parsha, the Ramban, the Balaturim, the Ben La Ashri, um, and a number of other features. This morning, I got a call. Somebody was interested in listening to Shurim on Rabbi Huda HaChasid so actually let me show you something here um, here so you go to the site and you go to classes it's actually pretty amazing you, know, you go to series multi-part series okay last will and testament Rabbi Huda HaChassid. click here and you get all the Shurim on Rabbi Huda HaChassid. so there should actually be 14 parts but what are you going to do okay um be it as it may, there are many features on the side that you could check out. I want to share with you a number of Divrei Toira. Um, let's go firstly to the English sheet. I'm just going to share with you uh, one thing from here. And then uh, uh, there are amazing things from the Ben LaShri this week. Let's see. <coughs> Do you see that? Is that coming up? Okay. So uh, I'm going to share with you an amazing Chassam Soifer. The Chassam Soifer uh, is commenting on <coughs> the secret of the word mitzvah. It says about the king, So his heart is not made arrogant over his brethren. So he doesn't turn away from the mitzvah, right or left. So that he lengthens his day in his kingdom, him and his children, in midst of... Israel, <clears throat> the Chsamsoifer uh, uncovers an amazing remez in the word mitzvah. It says, "So he doesn't become arrogant, and so that he doesn't turn away from the mitzvah, yamin right or left." <coughs> okay, so ulavility ha mitzvah yamin and the Chsamsoifer uncovers a remez in the word mitzvah, that the word mitzvah is composed of two parts. You have the ma' and you have the word sav. Ma' represents humility, like in the Pasuk. V'nachnu ma' what are we? Rashi comments, ma'anachnu What, of what importance are we? On the other hand, tzav represents gaiva and avedazara. The Gemara says, yitzav. Um, refers to when Hashem commanded not to worship idols. So if you look at the word mitzvah, in the middle you have tzav, and on the extremes you have ma. And therefore, we want to make sure that a person, the king, is not arrogant, because uh, one who is arrogant, it's as if they worshipped idols. So how do we make sure you don't turn away from a mitzvah? Don't go um, to the right or to the left of the word mitzvah. Don't turn from the mem on the right, or the hay on the left, meaning don't turn from what's levilti Sur from the word mitzvah from what's on the right or the left side. Because if you go away from the mem on the right side or the hay on the left side, then you're left with the tzav in the middle, which tzav is avoyed zara. Okay, if I could show you um, a few ideas on um, this week's uh, Ben Ashri. Let's see... Um, okay, number one. Um, so the Ben La Ashri says, amazingly, is so Roshay is the Soy Tevis. Let's add it up. Shin and Mem is 340, Vav and Mem is 46, 386. The Gematria of the Rashi Tevis and Soy Tevis of Soy Feet is David. Ben now why is there a remez to David ben Yishai in this week's parsha? Well, because we lay in shoiftim in the beginning of Elul, when we start saying, Hashem, Therefore we have a remez to David ben Yishai here in the beginning of Chodesh Elul. Okay, we forging right ahead. This is beautiful. Shoftim v'shoitrim titen Why lacha. It should say in Veshoitrim, Titan Bachel Sharecha. Why Titan Lacha? Asher Hashemele Kacha, Noisain Lach, Lishvatacha, Veshoftu Esha Mishbat Sadek. Shoved in Veshoitrim, Titan Lacha, Bachel Sharecha, Asher Hashemele Kacha, Noisain Lacha, Lishvatacha, Veshoftu Eshaam, Mishbat Sadek. Why does it say the word Lacha? It should say, Another question is, what does it mean, in all of your gates? So Rashi says it means in all of your cities. So it should have said, What's And then, interesting, it says, the, the beginning of the passage is written, It's addressing you. Hashar Hashem kacha, Noi Sein Lach, and then it says Vishaftu Es They will judge. Why, all of a sudden does the passage switch to Nistar to Vishaftu Es Haam Mishpat Now the um the Ben La Ashri. <coughs> says as follows. We know that the way we judge other people is the way the Rav judges us. So basically, we are our own judge because the way we evaluate someone else is really how the Rav will evaluate us. So the passage could be read as follows. Shoyftim v'shoytrim, titen l'cha. Judges you should make l'cha for your own benefit. It, this command of how to judge people is for your own benefit because the way you look at someone else, the way you judge someone else, is how the Rav will look at you. So this is like when Rashi says in Parshish, Lech, lecha, lech lecha, lecha for your own benefit and your own pleasure. Here also, Shoyftim V'shoitrim, Titen Lacha Sha'arecha, bichol Sha'arecha means in your, uh, um, in your own... Titen l'cha. Firstly, this this should be for you. This should be this is for your own benefit and for your own service. And you should do it (laughs) bechol she'arecha. The she'arecha could mean in every estimation that you make, in every hashara that you make. Shoif'tim v'shoytrem, judges and rulers. You should make bechol she'arecha in all of your evaluations. Whenever you look at other people. You should judge them, l'cha. it should be for your benefit. it should be in a way that will bring you success because if you judge other people favorably, then God will judge you favorably. And therefore the Pasuk ends v'shaftu as haam mishvatsek. they will judge the people, they meaning Hakkajhu the p'amal yo'shamala. if you. Are shofteim v'shochim If you are careful to judge other people favorably, b'chol sharecha, then v'shavtu Eshaam mishpat Sadek. They will judge the people righteously. Okay. Now, in parshas, here's another amazing uh, approach of the Ben La Ashri. This is really absolutely spectacular. Soim tasim alecha melech. Boy, mi nachri, Rak leisusim, no question number one, and all the Mepharshim ask this question, what's soim tasim alecha melech Why tasim? Why lashon, a double lashon? Soim tasim. It should say, tasim alecha melech Furthermore, it says, who's going to make? Asher Hashem that God will select. And then it says, do not place a foreigner on the throne. Mm-hmm. You cannot place on yourself a foreigner that is not your brother's. Okay. Who? Says the Ben La an amazing thing. He says the Mefarshim ask, why does it say Saim Tasim? Why Saim Tasim? Number two, and this is this is the big this is the big question, how could it say you cannot place a foreigner as the king? But it just said before God will select the king. So whoever God selects, he'll be the king. Isn't it contradictory? First we say, the king will be who God selects. So then why does it have to say, don't place a foreigner? If God places a foreigner, then we don't have a choice. So the Ben Ashri offers a revolutionary understanding of the mitzvah appointing a melech. There are two mitzvahs. One mitzvah is Soim, and another mitzvah is tasim. One mitzvah is Soim, continually, and one is in the future. The mitzvah of Soim is a mitzvah that we should place a king from the Malchus based of it. However, God knows that in the future the other shvatim will secede from the union and they will appoint their own king who is not from the Malchus based of it. And that king, we have to make sure, is not a foreigner, cannot be from a Gentile. So we read the passage like this. Soim, One mitzvah is to appoint the king of the Malchus based David, and that is a continuous mitzvah that should continue on and on. However, on a future date, Tosim, there will be a time where you will have to appoint someone, and you will appoint someone who's not from the Malchus based David, but he's not someone who I selected. Then the Pasik says like this: If the king is Asher Yivchar Hashem, that's referring to the mitzvah of appointing a king for the Malchus based David. However, when it comes to appointing someone who will be from the Asars Hashvatim, who is not from the Malchus Beis it, and he is not someone who Hashem selected, at the very least, he should be Loi, sucha, salecha, ish In other words, we have two mitzvahs in the Torah. One is the mitzvah of Soim, which refers to appointing someone from the Malchus Beis and that is... Uh someone that the Rebun selected, he's the Melech Asher Yivcha Hashem and the second one is, Lo'yesucha alasneis olecha ish nachri, ashaloy achichahu. You cannot appoint on yourself a foreigner that is not your brother. However, it just says, Rak lo velo'yesu sim, velo'yasur Now the Ben Le'ashri says his biggest Chodesh of Chazal tell us that Shlomo HaMelech, He says, even though the Torah says don't take a lot of wives, but that's only because they might turn away your heart. I will marry more wives, and they will not turn away my heart. So the Ben Lashri asks, why didn't anyone say anything to Shlomo? Why didn't the Sanhedrin stop him? Why didn't anyone stop Shlomo when he married too many wives? Doesn't the Torah say explicitly, So the Ben Lashri says his biggest chidash of all. And that is, their two mitzvahs. One is the mitzvah of sim, one is the mitzvah of Tassim. One is the mitzvah to appoint someone from the Malchus of David, and one is upon the secession of the ten tribes to appoint a king, as long as they're not a foreigner. Therefore, says the Ben-Lashri, it could be the prohibition of loyar Beloy Noshim, the loyar Beloy Kesef, and the loyar Beloy Susim, that's only going on the kings from the ten tribes. But the kings of the Malchus Beis David, who anyway God selected them, so they have an especial siyat of the to them the Rebbeinah Shalom never ever commanded, La Yerbelein Noshem, La the Kesef, La Yerbelein Susim. There are two mitzvahs here. The mitzvah that to appoint someone from the Malchus Beis David, God selects them, so they're protected. But the mitzvah of don't appoint a foreigner, from the Aser Sashvatim, those kings are more in danger and liable to succumb. They have to be careful. kesef, be'loi, sus, isha, which, by the way, the Kliyakar says, is Rashi Teva's kisei. If he does that, he will be, Yarech yamim al-kisei mamlach Okay. Now. the rabbi, ask you a question? Yeah. The yeah. Okay, don't we know that, both yeah. both Okay. Doesn't mean it's he's gonna be a melech. Okay. Does it say he's gonna be a melech? Be. a... Um, okay. okay. <laughs> now one one last offering. This is. Uh, Interesting observation and juxtaposition in, in, if you look in Perk Yodzai in Pasuk Chav, where it talks about the length of days of the Melech, that if the Melech follows these precepts, he will have a long Malchus. The Pasuk says, mm-hmm. And then right after that is the Psukim about the Koyhanim and the Leviim. So what's the connection uh, between the king living long, and the Koyhanim and the leviyim. So the Ben lashri says, you could darshan the juxtaposition, it's coming to be Meramids to the Malchus based Chashmanoi, that they, in contradistinction to the Malchus based David, their reign will not uh, last long. And perhaps that's why it says by um, the king, Hu Ubanav, him and his sons, to indicate that the Koyhanim, the Bnei Matasio, that reign will only last for uh, two generations, namely uh, Matasiahu uh, Ubanav. Okay, so these are a few offerings on the So If you want to hear all of the, oh, let's see, we did, um, yeah. So if you want to hear all the offerings of the Ben La Shri, and I highly recommend it. There's some amazing diyukim in unusual things that the Targum says. You could go to our site and see the whole shir on the Ben La Shri this week. Okay, we're going to start the Tfila Shir imminently. Okay.